The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. and Rad Racer 2. What a, a, more racing games. We didn't know what to do last time for an open and skip for a racing game. Yeah, honestly, it's... Uh, I don't know. I mean, we've done so many racing games. It's hard. I really... I just don't have any ideas. Um, oh, I, oh, I just thought of one. Okay. okay what if, uh, like, you're in the car and some... <laughs> There's some sort of some sort of hijinks. There's like a pig in the trunk or something. What okay. if we what if we did wait that we did that, didn't we? You know everything I can think of we've already done. Wait a yeah. minute. I, I think all right, I just thought of something. Okay. All right. I don't I don't think we've done this. Okay. Um you know with our outrun episode, you know, you kept referencing jugs and I didn't get that reference yeah. at all. But I just feel like this is, you know, a modern world and we need to be equal opportunity. Big so, jugs. I'm talking, I just, you know, you could put a lot of liquid in big jugs. No, no, I think that's good. But what if for this opening skit, big we're actually like a, jugs. we're actually like a UPS. It's like we're UPS drivers Okay. for the postal service. Uh-huh. And so instead of big jugs, we have big packages and we're just like driving down the road with big packages. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if people will find that believable. <laughs> oh, <sighs> that's true. We did do that one nude episode, so they yeah. kind of all right. Um, hmm. And we talk a lot, and most people who talk a lot, like you know, their packages are awfully small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, small packages ship easier though. There, you can get that small flat rate box. That's true. Yeah, much cheaper. Yeah, much, and they can fit almost anywhere, <laughs> and they barely get used. Um, yeah, but. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's not a great Which idea. means they keep their value, right? Barely used. <laughs> yeah. Barely used packages keep their value longer. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. I don't know where else to go with this, so I'm trying to think of another idea. Um, yeah. Well, most... most well, I mean, of, hmm. it was called Rad Racer. Yeah, okay. What? <clears throat> how, can, how can we convey the feeling of radness? You know? Hmm. I do have a Gandalf hat. Okay. And I'm willing to go topless. Oh, now we're talking. So, so what if like Gandalf hat, topless, showing off those jugs. Yes. My I mean, I'll be honest. Uh I'll go around here, there's, <laughs> around here there's bigger jugs than packages, let's just be honest. Yeah. Oh, the room. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um But so yeah, so what if like it's a convertible, but Instead of seats, it's a pool, like a swimming pool. Yep. We're just in there floating, you know, in our birthday suits in the swimming pool. With, well, when it comes to my jugs and, and my and my jugs and my packages, that some tells me just from life experience, I'll be the only one handling them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned speaking. Just I'm going to change the subject for a minute. We get back to the skit in a minute. Okay. But you said no. you've had really bad wrist trouble lately. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. It's from all that drawing I do, and you're right. Yeah, yeah. you are an artist. Yeah. <laughs> I oh. also uh, decided to take up on the side uh, com- competitive hitchhiking. <laughs> <laughs> I figured in this day and age, you know, it's be dumb not to. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you when things are going well in life, you got a lot to lose for doing stupid stuff like that. But it kind of evens yeah. out after a while. Nobody ever has ever picked me up yet. That's the only <laughs> thing. That's the only thing. Uh, apparently, I look as I saw on Yelp, my Yelp review, awfully creepy. <laughs> Sorry, I'll take that review down. I know it's not helping you. I can't believe I can't believe my best friend didn't even pick me up. <laughs> In fact, you went on your way. You went out of your way to hit that puddle, and it was not cool of you. Uh, got my package all wet. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of web packages, I, I don't, I don't think we're gonna. Let's just skip this skit this week. I'm gonna go and count us down and then hit the record button. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Three. Wait. Wait. Two, wait, wait. 
hit I've already one. Um, I've I've been recording I've been recording this. Wow, what you recorded this crap we've been talking about? This awful awful garbage. Yeah. I just thought we weren't going to think of anything. You know, uh if anything it was going to just somehow uh just fall back to talks of jugs uh, and apparently and or packages because that's about our sense of humor level that's almost like i can't wait to talk about the jugs and packages yeah that's it's almost really embarrassing yeah. i had it in the notes in my phone uh, make sure to talk about jugs <laughs> well that's just my daily conversation <laughs> that's all we text about me and you that's how i say good morning trevor how's your jugs today <laughs> Your med jugs, how they doing? <laughs> and I show you a picture of my gallon of milk because that's all we're talking about. That's right. Our hey, jugs. let's well, record this podcast. We just got retro. retro blast. Oh god. Blisters out there in uh, Blistland. Is that a place Ugh. you want to be? Sounds like, too good. sounds like bad sunburn. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Bad sunburn. If we ever started a company, that's what we should call it. Bad sunburn. <laughs> but welcome to uh, Retro Blist. Your only, I I am fairly certain there are no, no other of us uh, podcasts that cover uh retro video games of your of yesteryear and uh, we do so as the uh the what's the word i'm looking for that i can use in today's environment to describe us incompetent there we go yeah uh (laughs) two incompetent fools uh can only review uh that's what we do I don't think my sentence made sense, but what I'm trying to say is Trevor and I are really stupid. But thank you for listening to us anyway. Trevor, uh, last time on Retro Blist, well, we should do a previously on Retro Blist, we covered OutRun. And we decided on that episode, let's just keep this party going. And let's play and cover Rad Racer, not just one, but also Rad Racer 2. The entire Rad Racing compendium yeah because we mentioned that (laughs) we're so weird in the games we have experience with that growing up i never really played outrun but i played rad racer 2 a lot specifically 2 the one that it seems most people don't care about (laughs) um yeah yeah. same here Uh, when i was playing these today I, i sent you the message and it really dawned on me i had way more experience growing up with two than i did with one yeah, and I think it had to be because we, well, I do remember us playing this over at your house for sure. Yeah, for sure. We we played Rad Racer two a lot. I mean, it's, I mean, just to, as an overview, Rad Racer the original came out in eighty seven, and Rad Racer two is nineteen ninety, so it was three years later. But even in nineteen ninety, I just don't think there was that many racing games on the NES that would have appealed to us the way Rad Racer did. Except for maybe um, RC Pro-Am, and that's probably about well, it. Well, yeah, RC Pro-Am 2. We're, yeah. we're all about the sequels. RC <laughs> Pro-Am 2, we yeah. played probably more than any. Maybe anything besides Turtles 3, Manhattan Project, honestly. Well, you know what's, you know what's better than one jug? Two jugs. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to cover nice both. That's pair of jugs. We're going to cover both jugs and both of these packages. That's um, right. And these packages came out... From Squaresoft, and were designed by and Johnny. I'm going to say this name properly. I bet so, as I always do. <laughs> All right, my eyes are getting pretty bad. Let's see. Designed by Hironobu Sakaguchi. Now, Johnny, I know you know who Hironobu Sakaguchi is. Oh yeah, because the designer of Rad Racer and Rad Racer Two is the creator of Final Fantasy basically oh, the yeah. same game well when you think square that is literally literally yeah. the property you think of it's final fantasy yes yeah. 
I'm just, uh, honestly didn't realize that he was the guy behind Rad Racer, you know? Yeah. Um, in fact, when Square, for whatever reason, when that showed up on both of these games, these racing games, for a minute there, I was taken aback. It's like, yeah, oh, it Square. Is fair, yeah. Oh, they, they did something besides an RPG? I know it's crazy. They did games before Final Fantasy, but from what I understand, they just never, they never had a huge hit, although... Uh, more in the Bliss Quiz, Rad Racer was a hit for sure. The original, oh, yeah, I mean, it got a sequel, yep, for sure. Uh, it, and this is kind of a an aside. I think Rad Racer 2 basically happened because they needed some quick cash, is the way I understand it. And I think it was around the time that Final Fantasy came out, but it wasn't like a sure thing yet. So it's just kind of like we need to get another game out in case this Final Fantasy thing bombs. That's yeah. kind of the way I've heard it, which is kind of funny. Yeah, well, we all know that in most things, uh, to get a sequel, the first one needs to do really well and make yeah. some make some pretty good money, except for podcasts, apparently. And I may know this from experience and you too, Trevor. You can just keep a podcast going despite the fact oh, that yeah. it, it does nothing. It doesn't take much money to keep it going unless you're stupid enough to buy the games and play them to cover. Yeah, um, It takes almost no talent. And it takes... Oh, we can't stress how little talent it takes to do this. It takes one really nice person willing to basically publish the things for you and yeah. edit them. Yeah. And other than that, literally, and this has nothing to do with this show, but literally two imbeciles could make a podcast about retro games. Yeah. And we're not saying that me and you are those imbeciles, but we are. But and uh, yeah, so Rad Racer and Rad Racer 2, we both definitely have way more experience with the second one. And you said something that really got me because i was really thinking about it and i think i have to say i'm in the same boat we didn't play the first one until much later no yeah i think i mean i bought it as like a collector probably once we started the show i mean i just always had the sequel always had rad racer 2 excuse me oh lord every freaking time (laughs) i can't get away from it but it kind of makes sense because we had the NES a little bit later, and all these games, do you realize how many games we played the sequel and not the original, or at least not originally? RC Pro M2, yep. Chip and Dale 2, although yep. I remember renting the first one a lot, and honestly, it is the better game. But still, we've had the second one. Um, okay, that's three. <laughs> I know there's more. I don't know. I was we'll just, just thinking about there. that. Yep. So... Speaking of two packages, want to get into the graphics? <laughs> graphics, let's get into it. Well, all right. So, graphically, with the first one. I and I think this is and this actually applies to both of them if I'm being fair. But I do think that I really noticed this more considering this is technically the third type of this game we've played in a row. <laughs> uh if you count Outrun, which is a similar type game in how it in how it races and very and similar. If you've never played similar. Rad Racer, very similar to Outrun. Yeah. <clears throat> um graphically besides changing sky color changing the color of the stuff outside of the road and maybe sometimes red racer does this actually when it does nighttime tracks it just uh makes everything black but the lines it lights up uh it it all starts to kind of run together for me (laughs) (laughs) um i did think the second one definitely looked like it came out three years later it looked more polished. The traffic actually varied a lot more. Uh, the one thing I forgot on the first one was that you can actually choose which car you want. For whatever reason, I always just remember the the Ferrari type car. Yeah, and I, I forgot that there was like an F one top vehicle you can actually choose from if you wanted. Yeah, there's the Ferrari. Is it three? I think it's three forty eight. The Ferrari three forty eight in both games. But it's like a generic, um, like a, just a generic, sorry, 328. I, I'm sure car nuts are screaming at me. Yeah. 
Uh, I knew that. Um, but yeah, it's just like a generic Formula One car. You can also choose in Rad Racer, uh, which is kind of the first thing they took out of Rad Racer 2. There's a few things they took out, um, which I think is maybe fairly, maybe unfairly. Uh, Rad Racer 2 got a little bit of a bad rap as a sequel three years later. But honestly, come on. Who's going to pick the Formula One car when you can have this awesome red Ferrari when it's just like a generic Formula One car? And they literally yeah. perform exactly the same. Yeah, so. they do this. I, I played with both just because I had to, and I felt just to see, even though I knew deep down in my gut that they were going to just be the same. Yeah. Uh, but I still had to I still had to try, you know. I, and, you know, the Ferrari was way more must speed if you catch my gift. Yeah. So... <sighs> I mean, I agree with what you're saying. There's with this kind of racing game, we've said it before on the podcast. Um, racing games really hit their stride in the 16 bit era. And then, you know, advanced obviously more than probably any other genre really advanced after that point. Yeah. But for an eight bit racing game, I actually believe that the original Rad Racer, 1987, like this was pretty early NES. This was, uh, for comparison, this was two years before Bayou Billy. Um, oh man, in case you need to know that 1987, it was 1991 when Outrun came out for the Genesis. Now, this was clearly a borderline ripoff of Outrun in the arcade, but for a home yeah. game, for a console game, and I was trying to think about this. I simply and, and listeners, uh, tell us on Facebook or Instagram if I'm wrong, I don't think there was anything on consoles in 1987 that looked like Rad Racer. Like, now was Rad Racer ever in the arcade, or is it no. strictly made for home console? No, that's an important note. Yeah, it was NES only, NES exclusive for both games. Which, um, when we get to gameplay, kind of makes sense, but also does seem like it could have come out of the arcade. Yeah, but it didn't. No NES exclusives, and that's kind of what makes it special because, I mean, that's why even for Rad Racer Two, which was not until 1990, it was just a cool game. I remember even when we were playing the sequel several years later. Like, yeah, there just wasn't anything that looked quite like this on a console. Now, granted, it is pretty samey now. Yeah. <clears throat> the really, it's very much the kind of game where the tracks are scrolling and you just have different things in the background. Yeah, um, there is there is resemblance of hills on this one. I wouldn't say to the level of Outrun did, but they still have hills on here. Yeah, uh, there's um, each track is technically different. Um. For both, this is this is describing both uh, racer game, red racer games because they're kind of laid out the same way. Uh, you know, uh, you go through eight tracks. I believe both the games have eight tracks. Yeah, I never, I never got to all eight because spoiler, this game gets pretty difficult. <laughs> but uh, the the thing that I did notice is that despite the second one coming out three years later. I didn't think it was a humongous jump graphically. It does look better for sure mm-hmm. than the first one, but it's not like a uh, giant leap, you know, like Mario between Mario one and Mario three. I feel there's a giant leap there. Right. And I know you quite feel that with these two. You're right. And I can see not having known better as a kid. I thought it looked great. Rad racer too, but I do understand the criticism now. It does look great. I, yeah. Yeah, but I understand the criticism that Red Racer 2 doesn't change a lot graphically to be three years later. Right, uh, yeah. In fact, there's one big elephant in the room that I never knew as a kid because I hadn't played the first one. For some reason, this is such a weird choice, and I actually don't think it's laziness, and I'll explain why. Red Racer 2 uses almost all of the same like scenery tops as the first game, and they even do them in the same order sometimes. Like you start at the beach and the second level is the night city level. Yeah. And then like the Canyon level, I think might be the third in rad racer and it's the fourth in rad racer two or something like that. Like they use a lot of the same background tops, but I don't think it's necessarily laziness because it's not the same assets. Like for example, in rad racer, I think you're in New York maybe. And then in rad racer two, it's Las Vegas or I might have that backwards, but you know, it's, there's different they're cities. Diff- they're different yeah. cities, different buildings, different backgrounds, different track layouts. I think what it is was an incredibly safe design. They're like, Rad Racer yeah. was a hit for us. We need this to work. Americans loved Rad Racer. 
by the way, and that's exactly what they said because Rad Racer 2 only came out in America. Oh, um, wow. Of course, the original was in Japan first, but yeah, it only came out in America, the sequel. And I think they just wanted to make it as much like the first one as possible. And so they literally, I don't know, it was a weird decision to like, all right, we got to have a desert track. We got to have the not city track. We got to have almost all the same track tops. And what's, and what's even more wild to me is that, you know, when we covered OutRun, we talked about how technically the franchise kind of kept going. They kept putting out games of OutRun. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, and please correct me if I'm wrong, there's only been two rad, uh, rad racers, right? Yep. Just lost to time. Uh, Square moved on to this silly little Final Fantasy thing, which I've not really Never heard, heard of. Never heard of it. Yeah. Um, Final <laughs> Fantasy VI, alert. we should review Spoiler that. Alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, I may have enjoyed these two games way more than Final Fantasy <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert man final fantasy 6 is the whale that just keeps on giving for us it really is um that's what we're gonna be known for go check out that review if you want to hate us um yeah. but no despite the fact that they use all the same assets not all the same assets a lot of the same looks yeah i just feel like the sequel feels smoother it does it just looks smoother it does i think it I think people undersell how much better it looks because it is kind of subtle, but the car looks better. The car um, and the traffic is more varied. Yes, more varied. And the the original had not slowdown, but like flicker on the traffic. I didn't really see yeah. that a lot with the sequel. Yeah, they definitely kind of ironed that out for sure. But the that one came out. Uh, graphically, there's a lot of other changes we'll note in other sections, but there is one other big elephant in the room besides the fact that Rad Racer 2 copied in the same order, a lot of the track tops from the first one. And that is that the original Rad Racer was, in fact, originally developed for one reason and one reason only. The CEO of Square wanted to give this new, and I should have wrote his name down, but I didn't, this new programmer that they had just hired a chance to show off his 3D engine. So the original Rad Racer was built around having this 3D effect. Hmm. And... I didn't realize this, but it was actually maybe cooler in Japan because there was a Famicom only 3D uh, accessory. It's like this whole getup with <clears throat> glasses and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, now, but we didn't have that. <laughs> but you did get 3D glasses. Did you try that and play this first game? So should I? Yes, I tried it, and I'll go and give it away now. I was going to build it up, but I might as well. well. It's yeah, it's graphically, I would think. So, yes, I, I don't know why when I found out that the original Rad Racer had this 3D effect and it would work with basic uh, red and blue glasses. Like, OK, can you still buy these glasses? Because I want to try this. I ended up finding a 12 pack on Amazon for like six bucks. <laughs> I had them shipped and uh, decided to try it because that's my dedication. I will go and say that Rad Racer in America came with just cheap paper 3d glasses because we didn't have the famicom 3d system yeah so this is how you would have experienced back in the day all right so the big caveat is with this even this basic red and blue 3d thing i think a lot of it can depend on the colors of your tv and just different things yeah the glasses can make a difference how dark they are but i tried the 3d so many times i tried uh, doubling up the glasses so they were darker. I tried reversing the glasses so the red and blue were on different sides. I tried it on multiple tracks. I turned them upside down at one point because it was really, really bad. It was did it, did really it pitiful. Even, did it even try to be 3D or it just wasn't working? So here's the thing. like There were moments that I told myself, wait a minute, that looks a little bit 3D. <laughs> and it was a little bit. And here's the problem, though, because it's not working properly, at least not, you know, with my, my glasses on my TV. Yeah. And I tried it on two TVs, by the way. I'm very dedicated on two different TVs. I tried it. They're both modern TVs, but still. Well, modern one's 12 years old. The other one's like 16 years old, but modern <laughs> as far as not a tube TV. But anyways, the problem is everything's kind of reddish or bluish, depending which eye you're looking out of more. <laughs> So you lose a lot of that good color that the game has. And did you ever press select button in the, in Rad Racer without the glasses? Did you try that? Well, I never had the glasses. 
Well, if you press uh, select button, even without glasses, it goes crazy, like trippy looking. But if there's oh, like really? two tracks, there's like multiple cars, it, it'll make you go blind. That but, sounds like it's trying to be 3D. It is, yeah. It's They actually programmed a whole mode, and apparently it was a lot of work. So I really hope it worked better on the Famicom. It was apparently a lot of work they had to do this. But it when you put the glasses on, it kind of brings the roads together. But you still see extra cars. You still like your eyes are still kind of blurry and hurting because yeah. you still kind of see two tracks and the colors are all off. And the problem is it was just a headache. And so when I would see just a glimpse of a little bit of what I thought might be 3D, <clears throat> I realized what I was doing is I was just trying to make myself see it because it was really just hurting my eyes. Yeah, you um, wanted it. To, I wanted, wanted it to happen. And yeah. when I, every time when I took the glasses off, I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot how good this game looks. Because <laughs> it's just so much better. So unfortunately, it's a novelty, but I cannot recommend buying 3D glasses for Rad Racer. I'm very curious if at all it would look better if you were just playing it on like a tube TV, just out of curiosity. Yeah. I mean, I I've, I heard some people even before I bought the glasses say it was pretty lackluster even in 1987. Yeah, it probably was. Yeah. And speaking of, they didn't put it in the sequel, so. <laughs> that tells you something right there. But it was a cool idea, but I'm glad to say that graphically, Rad Racer did not need that gimmick, and it is just a gimmick. So you can gladly ignore it, and I probably would, but I had to try it out for the fans. Yeah, I mean, that that's how dedicated we are, especially you, because I would never, ever, ever Be that care to do that. <laughs> uh, so, unless you, unless, honestly, unless you told me that it looked really awesome, and cool, I'd be very oh, jealous right now. I wanted it to. I was hoping so bad. Okay, maybe if I try the glasses this way, and it's going to be so cool, and I'm going to tell you and Tim how cool it is. But it <laughs> never was. So I should have known because I never heard past <laughs> yeah. the uh, you telling me past you getting the glasses. All right, so uh, let's get into uh, let's talk about the music for Rad Racer One and Two. Music. Let's get into it. Johnny, do you uh, know who composed Rad Racer one and two? Is it the is it the same guy who did the music for the Final Fantasy games? <laughs> it that is. guy is a legend. Yeah, it is Nobu Uematsu. So, uh, side note: that is who we're going to cover on the next Retro Pop. So, really? Yep. Huh. Uh, so uh, just stay tuned for that, or uh, check out that show if you wish. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so here's my thoughts, real quick. The music in the first game. I felt like this, eh, it's okay. But for me, the music in the sec- second game is a whole lot better. And maybe that has a whole lot, uh, a lot more to do with nostalgia kicking in because I definitely remember um, that little, those little uh, tunes that would play when you won the race. I definitely remember that. Uh, and I definitely remember being able to choose your radio station type thing. But uh, I really, honestly, truly enjoyed the music way, way more on the second one than I did in the first one. I completely agree. And I don't think it is just nostalgia. And I think this is one area that people overlook Rad Racer too, Because one thing I remembered about this game when we decided we were going to cover it for the show was that I adored the music in Rad Racer 2 growing up. That it's I would really just good. sit there and listen to it on the track selection screen. Um, let me get the negatives out of the way first. Rad Racer 2 only has two music tracks compared to three in the first one. That just sucks. I wish it had three. The third one is called Sing Yourself, which always honestly confused me as a kid because I was an idiot. <laughs> but it just means uh, there's no music. Yeah, it just means no music. Uh, I guess that's what, uh, if you want to like listen to a podcast or something while you're playing <laughs> yeah. Rad Racer, they're ahead of their time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, two tracks instead of three. Obviously, that's a negative. The other negative, and this really stinks, is... In the original Rad Racer, you could have music and still hear your engine sounds and the other car's engine sounds. Yes. Yeah. In two, it just goes to music. You do still hear your brakes screeching, which is very important. <laughs> Wait, right? I think you still hear that. I, I think so. You still hear um, some sounds, but not the engine yeah. sounds. Um, so that's disappointing. Honestly, I think though it's because the music just took up more space into it's it's more complex, it's more lush. Um that being said, uh, the music from the original did grow on me. 
But I was just like you. I'm like, eh. Uh, it grew on me, though, the more I played it. But, man, I just think the music of two is a lot better. Yeah. Uh, I think he did a lot better work. It's just, it might be the difference in three years, too, of really understanding the NES hardware. Um, it doesn't sound anything like Final Fantasy, but it's fun, great racing music for this kind of game. Yeah, um, and you can tell, and you can tell whoever is composing it knows what they're doing. Right. Yeah. The first game, the middle track was my favorite. I can't, I, I don't know what they're called in the first one. Um, and the second one, I love both songs, but there's only two Gumball Crash and Coast to Coast. <clears throat> I honestly both love the, both of them. Yeah. I think both are really good and definitely have parts in them that I, that I was like, all right. Yeah. But, so, yeah, the, the negative things I mentioned, but the positive things that two changed, and I honestly just realized this today when I played them. I played these games a couple times over the last week or so, and I realized it just today. Rad Racer, the original, every time you wreck, it starts a song over. Mm-hmm. Rad Racer 2 does not, and that makes such a huge difference to me. Yeah. Um, especially, also, especially if you drive like I do and you're wrecking quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a big deal. Like, I I got tired of the song starting over and over again, but in Rad Racer 2, and it might partly be because they want you to hear the whole song because it's there's more to it. Also, when you're running out of time, and we'll get to that mechanic in the gameplay, but when you're running out of time, the music fades away in Rad Racer 2, but as soon as you hit that checkpoint, it jumps back in. Yeah. It's just a fun touch. So, yeah, it's disappointing that it has less music and you don't hear the engine sounds with the music on. But I just think it's a better oral experience all around. And I think people understate that when they compare the two games. Yeah, and it's always good to have good oral. Um, the thing, too, that really – I mean, this is kind of the, the question of uh, quality or quantity, right? Like, which one's better? Which one do you take? Uh, yeah. For me, it was definitely quality. And I thought yeah. the second one was just – when it comes to especially music, head and shoulders better for me, for me personally. I mean, here's the thing. They both actually have really good sound. And honestly, I yeah. think I played slightly better with the music off on both because you can hear the other cars, sort of how close they are based on how loud their engines are. You yeah. can really hear your screeching tires, which we'll get to why that matters. So for both, I think I would leave this music off sometimes. But when I want music, I want good music. And so, yeah, Rad Racer 2 all the way for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, well, let's get into the gameplay. Gameplay. Trevor, you and I are about to get into it. All right, so both games obviously play fairly similar, except for I think the second one is the one that has that, um, what do you want to call that, how you start, like a turbo start? Yes. What do you want to do? Yeah, so they basically have the exact same gameplay, but in the second one, if you hold down at a dead stop and let this bar fill up and then press the gas button, you'll take off at rocket speeds. Yeah. At max speed. Thankfully, uh, your boy here decided he was going to look at the manuals online before he played these. Yeah. And, the, and it tells you that on the second one. Uh, so thankfully, I looked at that and I figured that out fairly quickly. I wasn't sure at first that it was completely worth it because it takes a couple seconds for the bar to fill up. Yeah. But one of the changes they made with Rad Racer 2 is you accelerate a lot more, I would say, realistically, like, and therefore slowly. And so I think it is worth using the turbo start because it takes a long time to get up to 255 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. In Rad Racer 2. And spoiler alert, in either game, you're not going to stay at stop. stop. No. You're not going to stay at top speed the entire time. Did that surprise you at first? I was so bad at this the first couple of times I tried oh, it. I was both games. Yes. I, even though I went from one to two, like I literally played them back to back. And even though I did that, you would think after playing one and getting, <laughs> at, I would say I got okay at the first one. I definitely didn't get good. I got okay. <laughs> uh, you would think that I would take that experience into the second one and at least start from an area of okayness. And I did not. <laughs> no. Did not indeed. Honestly, this, again, and I've said it before, such ignorant children. I wonder if we ever figured out as kids that you can't just go fast all the time in this game. You cannot. We had to because we definitely finished a couple races as That's kids. That's true. We I must re- have figured it out. I remember that little jingle that you get when you finish. So I That's definitely know we did. But, you know, <laughs> this game, you definitely need to know what the break is. You're going to be hitting the break 
a lot because yes. uh, there's a lot of curves. And thankfully, the second, I don't remember the first one did this, but the second one will actually tell you when there's curves coming up. And that helps quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, even with that, you're going to be hitting that those breaks between how the track's laid out and honestly, the total b-hole of a traffic drivers you'll have who will <laughs> there's both games you only have this happened to me on both games you have just three lanes right there's just three lanes you can go to and the traffic will constantly change lanes in front of you no yeah. matter which game you're playing it will just change and with <laughs> only three lanes being there sometimes uh you're kind of screwed buddy <laughs> one time yep. i came up and there was three cars in front of me and they were just keeping the same speed pretty much and I was like, what am I supposed to do here? And I basically just kind of ping-ponged my car through them. But, man, I was like, this is – the AI, especially in that second one, but also in that first one, uh, can get really annoying with how they drive in front of you. So, yeah, I honestly didn't realize this till today either. You just hit on two big changes. <clears throat> the first one I think is a positive, a huge positive. In the original game – there's nothing to tell you when the curve's turning up except actual physical road signs. Yeah. And because it's 8-bit graphics and you're moving so fast, <clears throat> you, you can barely spot them. But you need to spot them. And I, and I did learn after playing a while with the first one, okay, there's a red sign. That's different than the normal scenery. By the way, what kills you in this game is just little scenery, garbage on the side of the road. It might be rocks, palm trees, yeah. signs. But when there's little red signs, you know there's a turn coming up. Be ready. And you've yeah. got to hit the brakes. But what the sequel does, what Rad Racer 2 does, is it replaces those signs, yeah, with a little uh, a little green arrow on your dashboard. And not only is it there, but it shows you roughly how sharp the turn is. Yeah. And so it's so helpful because when it's like a 90-degree turn coming up, it'll show you, and you just better slam on the brakes. It really but, reminded me of what a lot of the rally racing games were. Yeah. Do, right? It's what it, it reminded did. me of. And I think what this highlights and I don't, honestly, I don't feel like I realize this, is, yes, this is an outrun clone in a lot of ways, but I think it does some things that for 1987 and 1990 racing game were pretty cool. And that is, it really feels like the turns are fighting you in this game. Like, you actually feel like you're being pulled to the side. And I, I don't know, I think that took some pretty impressive little, I don't know if physics is the right word, but some programming to pull that off. Like where it feels like it's really pulling you with G-force when you're going 200 miles an hour around a turn. Um, yeah. and, and as you put the brakes on or let off the gas, it pulls you less hard and less hard and you can make it through the turn. Yeah. One it's thing I did find, cool. one thing I did find pretty funny is that in the manual for the second game, it said, it makes sure that both games do this. Like before you're about to start a race, it'll show you kind of an overview of the map of the track you're about to race yeah. on. Uh, the second in the manual in the second one it says hey make sure you study this map that is important for you to go and huh. uh i was like the, huh. <laughs> no matter how long i looked at that map it did not help me it, it, it sort of like, i never well, studied me. the map never i never thought about <laughs> yeah. studying it well That's would you funny the only thing that really helped me was uh you giving me the directions where the turn was coming that helped me quite a bit yes but, that... <laughs> but I, yeah i love the way the turns fight you in this game but you've got to liberally use the brakes but the other thing you mentioned was the traffic. I thought it was about the same, but I read an old review about saying how the traffic is more aggressive in the sequel. It, it felt like it. It me. is, yes. Um, at first, it's only the red cars that'll fight you. But in the original, they don't go out of their way to kill you. They just kind of change lanes randomly, I yeah. think. In the sequel, they will try to get in your way. Like They actually have some kind of AI going on. Yeah, almost. It, it, it'll feel like they're trying to block you. Yes, it's kind of impressive. Like, obviously, the game knows which lane you've pressed into, and the car will follow. And it's really frustrating, but it adds a lot of challenge to the game. Uh, I honestly think Rad Racer 2 would be a lot easier than the first one because I think the controls are smoother. I feel like they feel more forgiving. Yeah. The arrows telling you where the turns come in is very helpful. But in practice, I think both games are roughly the same difficulty because the traffic is so much more aggressive in the sequel. Yeah, the traffic is very aggressive and has no qualms about pushing you around. That is no. for sure. Uh, I I agree with what you're saying about the sequel, but even at the same time, uh, I didn't I didn't feel like I did any better at the sequel as I did, <laughs> than I did at the first one. I did about the same, I felt, for both of them. I did too, yeah. I thought I was doing better in the sequel, but yeah, roughly evened out. 
Um, but probably, and this might be silly, but Outrun didn't do this. Correct me if I'm wrong. We just played it. I should remember. I don't remember any game before this doing this. I love the coast mechanic. When you're out of time, you're not really out of time. Because oh, that's, if good. You... that's a good question. <laughs> did Outrun do that? I don't remember. I don't think it did. I think you just, I think you're just out of time when you're out of time. I think, yeah, I think, didn't the game just stop and say you're out yeah. of time? I think yeah, out did. of time, exactly. But I love in Rad Racer, and I think that threw me off in Outrun because I grew up with Rad Racer too. Yeah. But yeah, in both these games, the more speed you have built up, which becomes its own fun mechanic because you can see you're about out of time. And so you just press the turbo, which we haven't mentioned yet, and try to get as much speed as you can so you can coast further. But if you're in the middle of a sharp turn, you're kind of screwed because you can't get yeah. a lot of speed. Yeah, don't but do it in the middle of a turn, that's for I, sure. It is so well made that, at least for the first few tracks before it gets insanely hard, where you kind of got just enough time if you're doing decently well. And so there's so many times I coasted to the checkpoint. Like it's kind of like being out of gas. I just coasted yeah. and then it feels so good. The music kicks back in and rad racer too. Um, and you get going again, but it kills your engine. Like you don't, you, so when you go down to zero miles an hour, that's it game over. Yeah. But I don't know. I love the coast mechanic. Um, uh, both games though are game over <laughs> once you run out of time and come to a stop, you're back to the first track. Even if you made it to the end, you're back to the first. So yeah, that's a thing brutal. to remember too. Uh, this is not technically a racing against other cars games. These no. are racing against time games. Yep. Yeah, your whole goal is to beat all eight tracks. And um, and it's basically a one-life game because if you fail, you're back to the start again in both games. Um, but I do think this is one of the ways it shows itself as an NES exclusive game and not as an arcade game because I found myself, and I'm not saying these are better games than OutRun, but I found myself, myself, found myself, found myself <laughs> playing for a little bit longer at a time because it's just built that way. Like yeah. these eight tracks aren't super short and to finish the game, you have to beat all eight in a row. It's just a little bit longer game. I mean, it's still not a game you're going to play for hours in one sitting probably, but it's a little bit longer experience than OutRun, which was made for the arcade. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying there's actually more content here. It's just, I feel like you can play for longer. Like, you're not running out of time every few seconds. You can really play for, for a little bit, you know, if, if you're decent. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think I made it without save states. In Rad Racer 2, I made it to the fourth track this time around. And, honestly, I think that's about as far as we ever made it growing up. Um, I, I don't remember getting much far, uh, farther, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, the manual for the second one is really cool. It actually goes over every track and kind of gives you a screenshot. And actually shows you the map of every track yeah. and talks about every track. So that was pretty cool. Uh, I definitely didn't see every track uh, per my own gameplay. <laughs> That's for sure. No. Uh, I don't think I even made it to four tracks. I might have made. I think I made it to three on the second one. And I felt lucky to do that. Because yeah. I, for the <laughs> on the second race, I legit did coast into the finish. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've the, on the fourth track, which is a canyon track in Rad Racer 2, I started using save states this evening and I did make it to the fifth track in Rad Racer 2 by doing that. But I literally coasted and came to a dead stop right on the flag and it counted. So that was awesome. Um, I will say I'm not always a big fan of save states, but if you have like a Retron 5 or, if, you know, something else that can do save states, it makes these games a lot more manageable because you beat a track, you save it. Now you don't have to go back to the very first again. <laughs> so it makes a big difference. Um, so I, I do recommend that. Like, I honestly feel like I enjoyed Rad Racer 2, especially more tonight than I have in a while because yeah. I didn't have to go all the way back to the start and I could just try to beat this one really hard track. Yeah, I didn't play that way. <laughs> I didn't either till the last little bit. I kind of wish I'd tried it sooner. But anyways, I made it about halfway through both games, roughly legit without save states, which isn't bad if you think about it. Like, I feel like I didn't get a lot done, but at the same time, heck, if you make it halfway through Contra, you're not complaining. So. <laughs> <That's not> true. <laughs> um but yeah so yeah the only other thing we didn't mention the the big twist i think in these games besides the fact that the curves fight you like a mad dog is you have unlimited i guess it's supposed to be turbo do you know if the manual calls it turbo i don't remember if you press up on the d-pad you can go faster 
you accelerate faster and your top speed becomes, I think it's 255 is the top speed in both games, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. And this is such a neat little trick that people don't talk about enough because it's not just, hey, unlimited turbo boost. It's smart when to use it and when not to. You've got to use it to pass traffic at the right time. But if you use it in the turns, you're just going to crash. Um, but you use it like as you're coming out of the turns. I don't know. I thought it was pretty dang cool for a 1987 game. Yeah. I mean, did you find yourself using it much? Um, not at the beginning because I'd forgotten about it. <laughs> yeah. I almost uh, texted you about it because I'd forgotten about it too. Yeah. But then uh, again, I was, I just kept looking at the manual. Man, I just miss old school manuals. I really do. I do, uh, man. So it's really awesome that actually a lot of them are online and you can at least go look at them that way. Uh, but yeah, I then I was like, I looked at the controls. I just didn't want another outrun situation where I was playing <laughs> for a while and not realizing there was a second gear. Uh, so thankfully, <laughs> I didn't find that. But I also found that a lot of times when I was trying to use that, I would just crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like it can get you in trouble. But I eventually got to where I loved it. Um, like that little mechanic I loved. Um, and it made the games better for me. But yeah, it's. It's not something you can use all the time. I don't have anything else to say about the gameplay, except I can't stress enough how I think between the little boost mechanic and the fact that you have to let off the gas and brake and know when to do it makes this feel significantly different than your usual arcade racer yeah. from this error. Error? Era. 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 Ooh, like ooh. even OutRun, did you? I don't remember slamming on the brakes in that game. Like, I don't think it's made that way. I definitely used them a little bit, but yeah. I don't feel like to the extent this one. I mean, I hammered the brakes in this game. I wore out those brake yeah. pads. Yeah, there's no, I'd have to, every race, I'd have to get new brake pads for sure. And yes. tires. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's, anything else before we get into our final scores here? I think I'm good with that. They are such similar games. Um, yeah. We'll figure out which one's better. All right. So let's get to our final scores. Let's get and it. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. Uh, Rad Racer 1. I feel is a good starting point for a racing game for the NES. Uh, I overall did enjoy it. But to me, the second one is, and apparently from what you're saying, and this might be blasphemy, the second one is just so better, so much better in my opinion, uh, that it kind of overshadows this first one. But there's still some things to like about it. So with that in mind, I'm going to give the first Rad Racer a 6 out of 10. I think it's a 6 there. It's a very solid game. But the reason that it's... I guess low, you would say. It's because I think the second one is just so much better. It kind of improves on everything, even though uh, it kind of took a less is more approach on some aspects, like the music and such. But the music is just so much better. Uh, graphically, it is slightly improved. I'm going to give the second Red Racer, Red Racer 2, I'm going to give a very solid 7. I liked it. If I'm... If you're like uh, Johnny... You have to play uh, Red Racer, but you get to pick which one, but you have to play one. You have no choice. I'm going to pick the second one every time. <clears throat> I pretty much agree with everything you said, but I think, uh, you know, you can never totally separate nostalgia, but I, 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 just, I just really like these games. Um, I was glad to experience the first one because I never really had played it much. Um I think the first one <clears throat> was more impressive for its time. You know, the sequel didn't change a lot of things and it even took away some things, but I agree. I just think it just feels a little bit better. It sounds better. Um, I just enjoy, and I finally I firmly decided this evening when I played right before we started, I played both games back to back several tracks apiece. I was like, yep, I just enjoyed rad racer two more. That being said, I actually like both these games more than you. And, um, but I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I think my level of enjoyment was just like a point higher for both of them. Um, so I'm actually giving the original a 7.5. And part of that is for being more innovative at the time. And I'm giving Rad Racer 2 an 8. 
and this might be blasphemy, but and I'll have to go back and play it. I think I would rather play Rad Racer Two than Outrun on the Genesis. Mm. Now, Outrun on the arcade, you know, in my case on the Switch, it is better. It is. I just, I would, but I think yeah. I, I think I just felt that we've for for the show even we've covered uh, racing games that I liked more. Even though I did like Red Racer 2 quite a bit. But well, just, it is. You know, RC programs I would put above this. Uh, but again, that might be nostalgia talking. Well, and, they're, yeah, they're very different kind of racing. Like this yeah, is but, a very specific kind of racing game. Yeah, uh, but we've covered other racing games like this. I mean, heck, Outrun. But we've yeah. done, um, what do we do? What's the other ones we've done that are like this? Uh, rock and Roll Racing, which I loved. Micro Mouse yeah. from Mars. Yeah. Mario Kart. Uh, there's, there's another one, though. Uh, Cause uh, our boy did the music for it. Um, oh, oh um, I'm, uh, I'm blanking on it. Did we cover San Francisco Rush? I don't think we did. Did we? No, uh, that's not what I'm thinking. Horizon of. Chase Turbo. I would love. No, I did a Patreon on. No, you're gonna be really mad, uh, and our and get our audience is. Oh God, mad. Top Gear. <laughs> that's it. Yes, thank you. Yes, yes. yes. I do. I do like Top Gear. I don't remember what I gave it, but that's fair. Okay, that's fair. Top Gear. I definitely like better than either Rad Racer game. Yeah. Rad Racer has more nostalgia for me. And maybe I'm accounting for the fact that it's on the NES. But yes, Top Gear is a better game. But I can't think of a racing game on the NES. See, I forget about games like RC Pro-Am because to me, they feel 100% different. It's a different type of racing <laughs> game, but it's yeah. still a racing the game. The top-down racing games are one thing. But for this kind of racing game, I think Rad Racer is about as good as it gets on the NES. Rad Racer 2 especially. Um, well, either way, both Rad Racer games yeah. are retro, blissed, approved. Uh, now, I think it's time for us to take a break, <clears throat> shut our mouths, and to roll a very fast commercial. Play Rad Racer. Play with power. It's turbo speed in 3D. It's treacherous tracks, hot cars, hairpin turns. One mistake, and you'll roll. Rad Racer, only from Nintendo. Now. You're playing with power. All right, Trevor. You know, I think it's about that time where we give back to the fans, right? Where we let their voices be heard. It's time for some fan feedback. So there's not many voices this time, um, but I have our Facebook pulled up, and it was like three weeks ago, or two over two weeks ago I posted. Um, just two comments on Facebook. Hey, follow us on Facebook, and uh, you can see what game we're going to be covering. You can share your memories. Um, you can tell us to quit hanging out with our packages out. Yeah. So Daniel, and we Tros- may or may not take your advice on that. Probably advice. not, but uh, Daniel Troska said, "I'm loving these new episodes. Can't wait to listen to it." So that was just a kind word about our show. Yeah. Um, and we thank oh, you for those. Kind by of the way, Johnny, we complained about nobody. <laughs> we're so we're such idiots. We complained yep. that nobody complained when we missed a week when you were sick. Yeah. Uh, and Jerry terrifying uh-huh. actually said that he did complain to his wife that we missed a week. So. Oh, OK. All right. Well, I'll take it. Uh, Timmy Mack. Never heard of that guy. He said, He's I remember playing. <laughs> yeah, he's a troll. <laughs> I remember playing Rad Racer and thinking it was like Outrun. Though I always liked Outrun more. I had a ton of fun with these games. Also, it's crazy they were developed by Square. And on Instagram, I think we might have had a comment, but honestly, I'm not sure that we did. I can actually look real quick unless you had it up. My phone is uh, charging, so you're well, going to have to do it. That is fine. Dead. That is fine because there's no comments on Instagram. Good. I mean, Instagram uh, can that, shove it. In that case, uh, go. Uh, I'll look at our Instagram real quick. Yeah, no comments. Oh, wait, there's one right here. Let me read this comment real quick. It's uh, uh, Retro Blist number one fan. That's the name of this account. And they say, hey, uh, I like the Rad Racer games. The second one was, was I enjoyed it more. Also, that Johnny guy sounds really handsome. Uh, that's from retro blist number one fan right there all right okay so we did have one comment that's good well johnny i think this is a good enough time to add this 
while yeah. we were talking on about that fan that we love and value. <laughs> our um our Apple podcast, it says we still have the same number of views, but I just clicked and we actually do have a new review. Oh, wow. That's, that was a legit wow, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it has been forever. <laughs> and I should have expected this from Andrew Lenz, who's just been awesome and supportive oh, for man. a long oh, time. Yes, yes. Uh, after you say this, well, we got a big announcement. So keep going. And I will say about Andrew Lenz, he literally, just today, in fact, <laughs> he will share the posts that I make on Facebook almost before I even hit the button. It's amazing. Yeah, the dude, he, is, he is so awesome. Very supportive. But he said on our Apple podcast review, please review us on whatever platform you use. Um, but he said best in the world. If you like retro games, then this is the podcast for you. Thank I'll take you very it. much. And I know he means it. So that's, that's what it means more uh, real quick. Let's have our big announcement before. Uh, Cause I'll forget if we don't do it yeah. now uh, in uh, cahoots with good old Andrew who has his own podcast, including one called, uh, let's talk but no politics okay it's a great podcast i've been on it i think trevor's been on it have you been on it yeah yep so we've both been on it so you know uh and he has much better guests than us <laughs> oh yeah don't let, that, on there. don't let that dissuade you yeah i talked about board uh, games very very boring as I always am yeah it's 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 a pop culture show definitely recommend it it's a lot of fun and i think he does the two-point conversation which is a uh, a football podcast so check those out <laughs> um, but we have uh, decided and started, there's already an episode up on YouTube, a new YouTube series with Andrew, where Trevor, Andrew, and I will play an old video game based on a property, and we will decide, did we need this? That is the name of the show. You will be able to find it at both the Retro Blist YouTube page and Andrew's uh uh, let's talk okay i mean let's talk no politics okay his uh, youtube page as well hopefully i got that right i feel like i always get let's it talk no politics okay there we go yeah <laughs> that yeah uh either one of those you will you should be able to find uh the video and thanks to andrew who's honestly uh considering that he told me that he had to learn this stuff himself the dude's getting really good at editing yeah video and stuff so it looks way more professional than trevor and i could have ever done ourselves oh yeah yeah so make sure you check that out uh, it's actually us talking about the games we, um, and you actually get to see actual gameplay from one of us uh, while we discuss these games. And the first one, of course, is what is it, Trevor? Tell the, tell Top the Gun. Top Gun. That's right. Uh, so you heard us talk about that game on this show. Uh, go watch us talk about it live. Uh, see our faces if you if that's what oh, you Lord. want. I don't know why you want that, but you can. There's an option. So make sure you check that out. But now, Trevor, I think it's time for everybody's favorite Retro Blist game show. And that, of course, is the Blist Quiz. So you have three questions, all based on Rad Razor, and you're going to find some hot new information. Oh, hot. I love hot. So first of all, you might have noticed I didn't ever tell you what the original Japanese title for Rad Racer was. Didn't notice. Didn't pay attention to that. Oh, right. Well, now you're going to find out and probably get it wrong. <laughs> so what was the original Japanese title for Rad Racer? Okay. Was it Not Glider, Highway Star, or Lap Muncher? <laughs> lap by the way that last one didn't rise how it sounded so i just said it out loud <laughs> didn't rise the alternate meaning <laughs> laps like laps in a race car track oh <laughs> uh, we're going to put a explicit label in this one aren't we between this and the packages why didn't we come up with that in our opening thing that would have been i know lap <laughs> Uh, I want it so bad to be Lamp Muncher. <laughs> I'm going to go with Highway Star, though. That's going to be my guess. You got it right. It's Highway Star. That was the original name for Rad Racer. I got to be honest. I like Rad Racer more. The title. I like Lamp Muncher the best. Yeah, <laughs> Lamp Muncher. You're kind of taking, taking a shot in the dark what that game's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, Trevor, you're going to play a little game called How Fast Can It Go? Oh, I'm bad at these. Yep. Got to get within, is within five miles per hour. Does that feel fair? Let's do percent. Let's do 10%. All right. If you're doing it for me, that's fine and dandy. All right, Trevor, how fast can a horse go? Oh, boy. (laughs) Gosh. Like my concept, even like, okay. Um, how fast? Obviously, a horse can run a lot faster than a human, but a lot <laughs> slower like, than a car. I'm going to go with that. Even though cars have horsepower. So, when you say how fast can it go, is this like a record or is this like? I think hmm. it's, it's. I would say it's what if you ask like a horse expert what they say the fast, the fastest a horse could go. Okay. So these aren't necessarily world record type things. Correct. Right. Okay. Oh boy. I'm probably going to be so far off, but I'm going to say. 25 miles an hour you are so off as i know i can do the math on that oh wow. the answer is 55 they can get really up to 55 miles per hour yeah man I, I don't even have a concept so they can go car speeds that's amazing yeah okay. they can't go like a car can still go faster but the yeah, yeah. well my my car barely can because that's two hundred forty thousand miles but you know <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's oh and one you got a lead on me but johnny you've got You've actually also got a speed question. I hope we don't have the same one. But mine is very specific. So in both these games, you drive a Ferrari 328, which was a a hot Ferrari right around the time these games come out. You have to get within 10 miles per hour without going over. What's the actual top speed of the real car? Of the actual Ferrari 320, whatever it was. Yeah, the actual top speed within 10 miles per hour without going over. In the game, you could go 255 miles per hour. Just but I, I'm I'm going to assume that's just in the game. I don't think who knows. I don't think very many cars can actually go that. I'm going to go uh, 210. You weren't within 10, but you did a lot better than me. It's actually just 166. Oh, really? Wow. So they added about 100 miles an hour for the game. <laughs> yeah, they sure did. All right, Trevor. Next on how fast can they go? How fast is a greyhound dog. You know, oh, they do a lot of grand, you know, a lot of the dog races are greyhounds. Yeah. Uh, they named a bus after them. How fast can these dogs go? Lord. Okay. So I got some information now. A horse can go 55. Yep. A dog has to be slower than a horse, a lot smaller gait. Um, okay. <laughs> Man, I know they're little bullets, though. 30 miles an hour. Trevor, the Greyhound can get up to 45 miles Good an hour. Grief. That's why they race them, man. They race them. Man, to me, 30 miles an hour might as well be lightning because I can barely go at <laughs> 30 miles a month. Well, don't worry. I'm going to change it up for the next question. Okay. Now, we, may, we may or may not be able to relate to the next one. Oh, Lord. So you got one and I still got zero. You can crush me out completely if you get this one, which is false. Is it false that Rad Racer, these are all about the original. Is it false that Rad Racer was featured in The Wizard, the movie, The Wizard? Is it false that it sold a quarter million copies? Is it false that one? it was one of three games featured in the 1990 Nintendo World Championship? So which is false? It was in The Wizard, um, quarter million copies, one of the three games in the 1990 Nintendo World Championship. I'm going to go with the last one. I don't actually know. This is a shot in the dark. No, it actually was one of the three games in the 1990 Nintendo World Championship, and it was in the movie The Wizard. I think maybe he raced it with a power glove. By the way, we've got to watch that and do a little YouTube on it or something. Yeah. Been, I've, I haven't seen it in a long, long time. But it didn't sell a quarter million. It sold a half million copies, which by today's standards may not seem great, but that was really good for an NES game. Wow. And non-Nintendo right. one especially. Well, so, yeah. Trevor, I left the door open for you. I can tie it up. You can totally tie it up if you get within 10% of this last. How fast can they go? Trevor, how fast? And this is when they're threatened. So you know they're going to pick it up even more. How fast can a sloth go? Oh, man. If I'd stuck with it within five miles per hour, I could nail this one because I could just say five and I'd be perfect. It'd be zero to five. <laughs> <laughs> I said 10% like an idiot. 
You know, I mean, I love a sloth too. There's a with right. Is it still measured in miles per hour? Yes. Okay. When threatened, Lord, half a mile per hour, 0.5 miles per hour. All right, you're going to have to do the math for me. Okay. Uh, the actual answer is 0.17, 0.17 miles per hour. No, I'm still not within 10%. Oh, man. Good I, wanted to, I wanted to give you a hint that it was like our kill-death ratio in Halo. <laughs> <laughs> 0. 0.17. Man, I oh. do not know how fast animals go. Zero for three. Oh, man. Well, congratulations. You're a thank great you. lap launcher. Man, I think I've been winning a lot more of these. I'm number one lap yeah. launcher right here. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Rad Racer and Rad Racer 2 for the NES. Uh, both were approved by us, the definitive voices in all of retro gaming, uh, except no substitutes. Because if you do, they'll probably be better and our feelings will be hurt. Uh, and we cry easily. I can't stress that enough. And often. And, and all the time, good gosh. Uh, in fact, if I watch a movie that doesn't make me cry, that is like just a surreal experience. <laughs> I do tear up with the stupidest things now. Even even if something's like really happy, I'll, I'll cry. Yeah. No, yeah. It's For me, it's almost more when it's happy. <laughs> me like, too. I don't know what it is. It's like a longing in my heart for happier times. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. Like if... Uh, like if two characters reunite or something and the, they have some kind of a, you know relationship in some way, like if they're just family or something, they reunite. Uh, the, yeah, your boy's getting misty-eyed over here. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I just saw Dune, and they, I, that's the first movie in a long time that I actually didn't get misty-eyed over, but still liked it. So, uh, Okay, Trevor, next time on Pocket Reviews, recovering what? Now on Pocket Reviews, recovering Mickey Speedway USA. That's right, another racing game. Let's see how we do. This has been a racing game month for us. This one's a top-down one, so we change that up at least. Yeah, but also we announced what the next game we're going to cover on Retro Bliss is, and what's that going to be, Trevor? Well, I'm excited because it's Metal Slug X. Metal Slug X, uh, I originally played it on the PlayStation, but of course it is in the arcade originally. And uh, I I definitely remember this at a Pizza Hut, so very excited for this. Uh, Stay tuned for that. For Trevor, I'm Johnny. We very much appreciate all you blisters out there. And until uh, next time, uh, remember, uh, nobody has bigger jugs than us. What a couple of packages.